The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to Season 5 of the Agile Brown with Greg Kilstrom, where we talk with enterprise and technology platform leaders about the people, processes, and platforms that make marketing and customer experience successful, scalable, and sustainable. This is what creates an Agile brand. I'm your host, Greg Kilstrom, advisor and consultant for Fortune 1000 marketing and CX leaders and teams as principal and chief strategist at GK5A and best-selling author, keynote speaker, entrepreneur, and Agile certified coach. The Agile Brand Podcast is brought to you by Tech Systems, an industry leader in full-stack technology services, talent services, and real-world application. For more information, go to teksystems.com. To sign up for the Agile Brand newsletter and get the latest insights and articles on marketing technology and CX, or to purchase a copy of my latest book, House of the Customer, go to gregkillstrom.com. You can also find all my books on Amazon and other retailers. And now on to the show. Aircall, a major competitor in the contact center space, recently launched its AI-enabled transcription capabilities for sales and support teams to help them obtain business insights that can create more efficiencies and deliver better customer experiences. Today, we're going to talk about AI in the contact center and how to balance voice AI, machine learning, and other types of automation with human contact center agents to deliver the optimal customer experience. To help me discuss this topic, I'd like to welcome Mary Nelson, Chief Customer Officer at Aircall. Mary, welcome to the show. Hi, Greg. Great to be here. Thank you. Yeah, looking forward to this. Um, so why don't we get started by you giving a little background on yourself uh, as well as your role at Aircall? Yeah, sure. You know, my experience has, has really been focused on helping customers achieve their desired outcomes through my career. It's been a, a major focus. I've I've helped global and domestic technology companies scale and and all while putting customers at the heart of strategy, which has seen really tremendous business results. So there's a definite connection that I have seen at, through through the, the whole course of my career. I'm currently the chief customer officer at Aircall. We are a global cloud-based phone and communication platform designed for sales and support teams, as you just outlined. And I joined Aircall earlier this year because I'm so excited about our mission. And, and that is to empower small and medium-sized businesses or SMBs and their customer-facing teams to turn every conversation into business impact, essentially helping them really connect with the needs of their customers. You know, this is a privilege to me because SMBs really are the backbone of our economy. And so to be able to support their growth and success is a really rewarding thing. And in working with them, our goal is to help uh, increase their productivity and, and to help them create a very personalized relationship with their customers. As CCO, of course, I want uh, you know all of our customers to see us as their preferred partner, and 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 because you know we're offering a best-in-class experience for them, hopefully maximizing their satisfaction and increasing and maintaining retention. So, our daily mission is to essentially make sure that our customers are getting as much value from their partnership with us as possible. Very quickly, previously, I was the chief customer officer at a company called Alchemy Technology, which is 
a cloud-based digital banking solutions provider. And in my timeline there, we collectively achieved over $200 million in annual recurring revenue. And a career highlight for me was helping uh, the company lead its NASDAQ debut as an IPO in April, 2021. So it, just to summarize all that, I've, I've pretty much spent my career focusing directly on customer experience in a variety of ways. Yeah, that's great. Well, so got the right person to to talk about this uh, the subject matter today. So, you know, as I, as I mentioned at the beginning, Aircall recently rolled out some AI features to help their customers deliver a better CX to their customers' customers. And I want to talk about some of the possibilities for AI to help there. So, to start, uh, what markets or types of customers do you serve? You mentioned it briefly in the intro, but want to dive a little deeper in that. And you know, what are some of the challenges that potential customers have that might drive them to consider uh, further automation? Yeah, so Airqual operates on a global basis. We have customers around the world, uh, sales and support teams again, and we find that our products are particularly well-suited for small and medium-sized businesses. That doesn't mean that we can't support larger customers as well, but, but we have a real targeted focus in the SMB space. And, you know, we have a cloud-based solution that is designed to be very intuitive and, and perhaps more importantly, really well integrated with CRMs and our customers' business tools. So it, it, by offering that level of integration and, and easy use, you know, we're hoping to drive productivity growth and even employee satisfaction as well. Now, in terms of, of reasons that any of our customers might consider automation, the first thing I'd point to is just the current state of the economy we know that so many businesses have had to shift from almost an exclusively growth-focused strategy to one that that really tries to balance growth with efficiency. And so one way to achieve that, of course, is to identify all those administrative or repetitive tasks that, that are just really easy candidates for automation and hopefully free up your employees to focus on higher value adding activities. One, one specific example within our customer community might be a sales team that is, is seeing longer cycle times to deal closure. So if, if a small business can find a way to shrink even a day or two off of those sales cycles, it can make such a huge difference for their bottom line. Another challenge I'd point to for customer facing teams, and this is probably something we all need to be very self-aware about is that we've all become increasingly less tolerant of experiences that, that don't feel personalized or, or feel like an inefficient use of our time. And for an SMB, when you're competing with much larger, potentially better funded companies, a competitive advantage that you can have is to form really deep and meaningful connections with your customers. And of course, then the challenge becomes, how do you do that? And, and if you can find ways to, to achieve or exceed customer expectations, build those deep relationships, but do it in an efficient way, your business is going to be successful. And so at Aircall, what we believe is that a big part of building those relationships is through a voice connection, actually speaking with your customers. And, and what's been really interesting is the evolution of AI capabilities have actually really enhanced that experience. So it, it presents a really interesting ability to improve voice connection by leveraging some AI features. Recently, we wanted to go really deep into terms of understanding how SMBs and their employees really feel about AI and, and attitudes towards it. And so we recently reduced or released what we're calling our AI index, which is essentially a, a broad survey that we conducted in April or March and April of this year in partnership with Sapia Research and surveyed 3,500 SMBs and employees in Australia, Canada, France, Germany, the UK, and the US 
to, to better understand employee behavior and attitudes towards the potential of AI in the workplace, I would definitely recommend reviewing the report for anyone who has been thinking about this topic and is really interested in, in AI and how it, how it fits in sort of the, the perspectives of SMBs. There's, as you would expect, a, a level of caution and concern. But what was really exciting for me is, is there's also a degree of positivity. One interesting metric was that 64% of US SMBs indicate that they're optimistic about AI. And when you look at a subset by age within the, the age range of 25 to 34, that's even higher. So I think what this tells us is that we, we're all coming around to the fact that AI is here to stay and it will be an important part of, of our work going forward. Now, the flip side of that is that there's an interesting difference between 59% of employees saying they have a good understanding of AI and how it can benefit their business versus 73% amongst executives. So there's a, there's a bit of a gap that I we think you can really close via education, coaching, and trust building with your teams tied to any release or implementation of AI automation within your business. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, a few, few things in there. So, I mean, one, definitely agree that... You know, I think consumers are getting more and more okay with with AI and and uh, you know and things like that, and and some of that has to do with what you were saying as far as there are there are simply just rising customer expectations, and the the small and medium businesses are competing sometimes on the same playing field as the very large organizations that also have AI, but also just have more resources to to kind of throw at, at some of these problems, and so you know AI. AI certainly seems like it's a it's a suitable solution for some of that. So, you know, in 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 line with that, you know, you mentioned the the potential for AI to help, you know, how does um how do some of Aircall's AI features help to alleviate some of those those pain points that you described? Yeah, what you know, our platform, you know, a, a lot of the data on it is comprised of calls and voicemails and and you think about just the the wealth of of insights that are present within all of that data. And so it can be everything from, you know, the, the reason that a contact was made with your business to how satisfied or not the, the, the caller was. And until recently, trying to just tap into those insights was an incredibly time-consuming task. It typically takes about four hours of manual transcription to document just a one-hour call. And we know yeah. no customer-facing team right now has that kind of time. So you know, we're really excited to have released the first of many AI features. And through our AI index, we recognize that we feel that the timing feels right with 66% of US SMBs alone saying that they're planning to invest in AI over the next 12 months, which I thought was a really great uh, statistic yeah. supporting, you know, the adoption of AI within the SMB space. So our first feature provides transcription capabilities in a number of languages. It will automatically take one minute of audio and 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 process it in just a few seconds, synchronizing all of the data with the customer CRMs and their business tools, even providing a direct link to the recording and the transcription. And so once you have that data and it's in text form, then you have the ability to do things like, you know, rapidly identify and share on an urgent basis something that came out of a call or voicemail. So for example, if 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 a call didn't go very well and a customer was really dissatisfied. That enables you to act upon it very rapidly, much faster than you ever could have previously. A another great application of AI leveraging this capability would be creating a knowledge bank of resources. So you can you can generate real world scenarios 
to, to just really improve the onboarding for your teams and ensure that they're operating with the most current and most relevant insights in terms of dealing with customers and working with them each day. What's I think great is that this is just the beginning for our customer base. We have a lot of new capabilities coming in the months ahead. You know, that said, I think anytime we talk about AI, though, we do need to recognize that while it's been around a really long time, it's really you know, in the last year or so, the capabilities and the technology has advanced so rapidly. In some respects, it feels like a new topic for a lot of people. Right. And our employees have a lot of concerns about that. Uh, in our survey, 47% of the U.S. respondents literally indicated they feel AI could replace them. So we're all excited about our customers taking advantage of, of our new AI capabilities and just even in the broader world of, of the AI capabilities advancing. It's also, I think, important to just keep in mind that there is a level of concern and worry about this. And so it just comes back around to what I mentioned previously, which is making sure that as you're as you're implementing an AI strategy, you are educating your teams and properly managing the change. And that that's really in large part just to ensure that they're adopted in a way that will will help you achieve the business outcomes that you're striving towards. Yeah. I, and I want to I want to get back to the uh, the comment about you know the the fear of being replaced by by machines. So get, we'll get to that in a minute. But you know before we do that, you know another thing you mentioned was, you know these teams are whether it's enterprise or it's small small medium business. You know resources. There's hiring freezes. There's more people trying to do, or less people trying to do more work and and things like that. And you know so AI can really help in, in that. And you, and you touched on that a little bit. So, you know, what does alleviating some of those pain points, you know, maybe making things easier, the, you mentioned the transcription. I mean, that's a great, uh, that's a great example there. You know, what could these customer service teams, what can they focus on or what does it free them up to do when they're not worried about some of the repetitive tasks or the, the minutia of the job? It was really interesting. In, in our survey, uh, we identified what I, I thought was an incredibly alarming metric, which is that the employees who respond indicate they spend about 21 hours per week on busy or administrative work and just four hours on meaningful customer interaction. So if, if you can successfully leverage AI or other, other efficiency tools, just imagine the productivity that can, that can result even just by eliminating a few hours of those 21 and shifting those into the category yeah. of the meaningful customer interaction. I was absolutely astounded by that, by that result. In terms of what you can do, so let's, let's talk about the positive. I mean, the, you know, the list is so long. You know, a few examples I would point to would be, um, you know, taking a look at past customer contacts and then allowing your agents or salespeople to be really targeted and personal in their conversations to, to, to make it feel like you know that customer and, and on a related note, you know, when you have a 360 view of them, of how they've interacted with your business, what they've purchased, what they've said, how they've even communicated with you, the tone and, and their sentiment, it, it really makes it easier to tailor a, a, an experience for that customer that feels unique to them. And, and, and they're not, every time they interact with, with your business, they're not starting all over again, which I think is so important as a, as a customer. You can also reduce response times. We all know as consumers that what we really just want, if we have to interact, uh, you know, at times with, with any business is that we want it to be handled efficiently and well, and to make it feel like our time is appreciated. And so by giving, you know, our teams better access to insights and answers and eliminating manual steps, 
it really helps to reduce just the duration of, of whatever the contact is, whether you're trying to complete a support ticket or, or you know, sell a product or service. You know, time matters to to your direct customers. Uh, and then finally, I would say, you know, leveraging history and data summaries, um, it really uh, speeds up the the cycle time to help a new employee be more effective and and reach that level of competency that they're they're working really well with your customers. And so, leveraging all the data that's now available, you can you can help them learn from from literally best practice examples from their colleagues how they've handled maybe difficult customers or really positive situations. How to replicate those? It essentially shortens the learning curve for your team members as they start at your company. Before we continue, let's take a quick break. If you're like many marketing leaders today, you're inundated with a need to improve the customer experience across an increasing number of channels and touch points, all while ensuring your team is performing well, innovating, and continuously improving. So how do you find the time to determine what's next for you, your team, your brand, and your customers? My company, GK5A, can help. Whether it is advisory services, evaluation of marketing technology platforms and solutions, or digital agencies and implementation partners, or assistance with creating strategic roadmaps and prioritization of efforts. We've done it all and served as an ally to Fortune 1000 brands and industries like financial services, healthcare, consumer electronics, professional services, and more. You can learn more about these services and contact us at www.gk5a. That's www.gk5a.com. Now let's get back to the show. And so to, to circle back to the, um, the, this idea of, of machines replacing humans and, and certainly, you know, that's, that's happened in the past. It will, it will happen in the future, but you know, there's, there's another component here too. I mean, we've, we've certainly touched on the efficiency and, um, you know, that, that kind of workflow automation standpoint, but there, there's also the employee experience component to this too. So, you know, those, but that may be concerned about their job changing or their work changing. Um, you know, you're the, that statistic about four hours out of 25 being truly meaningful work. I mean, that's, that's very compelling in and of itself, but isn't there a, a notion of really truly improving the employee experience because people are doing more meaningful work that they find more value in. And, and obviously the business benefits from that as well, because there's less, repetitive or less room for human error in, in some cases too. But can you talk a little bit about that, that employee experience component? Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, I hope that, that there's common agreement that there's a direct linkage between employee experience and customer experience. If, if your employees are engaged and uh, really, you know, bought into the vision and focused on providing a great customer experience and enjoying the work they do, you'll feel that in, in the customer experience for sure. And so yeah. if you can find ways to eliminate the, the tasks that we, that none of us like all the manual work, the, the repetitive stuff that, that of course improves team productivity, which has a business benefit, but it allows, you know, all of our team members to be much more knowledgeable and, and do work that they appreciate and makes them feel good in terms of interacting with their customers. And so if you can create a rewarding experience for your employees, You'll see that in terms of, of business benefit. Now, I think as it relates to AI, it's really, really important to educate and coach your teams, probably more important than it's ever been, you know, clarifying why you're using AI and what you hope it will achieve. 
ensuring that your employees and team members are, are part of the process of testing and experimenting and, and sharing your vision. And, 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 and hopefully that vision includes improving the employee experience. That will, will drive employer retention, buy-in, and really smooth change management. If, if you know, our team members feel like we're working with them, really not sort of forcing something that might be a little intimidating or scary into their day-to-day workflow. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and so then I think that's a great segue to, you, you made a great point um, and completely agree that there is definitely, and this has been proven, um, you know, time and time again, a, a direct linkage between employee experience and, and customer experience. Can you talk a little bit about those benefits then from the customer view, you know, the end customer view and, you know, how does improving quality of understanding, because that's that's part of what we're talking about, how does that translate to the end customer experience? You know, we've all unfortunately probably had one of those experiences where you are, you're interacting with maybe a call center or business and, you know, you've been passed around from person to person. Each one of them is operating with literally no information or, or context about you. And it's so frustrating. Yeah. And then in other times, and unfortunately it feels a little rare, but you have an experience where a company operates like they know you. They're, they're effectively sharing information. They're putting pieces uh, together. And, you know, when that happens to me, I know that I feel incredibly loyal towards that company because it feels like they're empathetic towards you know, what, whatever the reason is that I am trying to, to work with them, they're operating with care and, and, and that drives retention. Zendesk uh, recently shared a statistic that a single bad customer experience can lead to 61% of customers switching and going to a competitor. And so I think this really underscores the strategic importance of knowing your customer, offering a rapid response and a great experience and, and, and a personalized process that, that, uh, you know, will, will ensure that they're a loyal customer for a very long time. And, and from an air call perspective, you know, we focus on voice and that being the most powerful channel to drive that personalization and connection. And if, if, if we can facilitate that kind of experience, then we believe our customers are going to achieve our goals. What I thought was really encouraging in our survey is that 72% of us employees actually believe that AI will improve customer service. And so the, the good news, I think, for all of us is that we have this foundation we can build on uh, and, and have a lot of really cool, new, innovative ways to try to improve customer experience. Yeah, yeah. And so from a measurement standpoint and um, an ROI, how should your customers be looking at measuring ROI and investments in you know adding some AI capabilities and, and things? Is it the same or similar metrics that they're already using, or are there other ways they should be looking at this? There's probably good news in that. And I would say a lot of the the current metrics should still be relevant. So if you're measuring customer satisfaction, net promoter score, churn, even things like ticket numbers, sales productivity, cross-selling, upselling, and even just the your sales cycles, all of those should still be relevant, uh, you know, before and after the use of, of AI. And if you start seeing increases or decreases in those, uh, either good or bad, it, you know, it's it's a it's a clear signal to try and dive deeper and evaluate what's happening. If you see changes of the trends, and and you either want to do more of that, or you know that there's something that you might need to tweak in, in whatever you've changed within the process. Equally, I would say we should all be looking at efficiency measures if we're not already. Every business is going to have a different set of 
target metrics that really relate to the efficiency of whatever they're trying to accomplish. But, you know, a few examples might be, you know, if, if you measure time spent on something like creating an email or response times within your call center, you know, if you're doing any kind of time tracking or measurement of that, you know, looking at the impact of AI uh, is, a, is a really applicable way to see if, if you're heading in the right direction or not. So, you know, everyone can go introduce a long list of new metrics, but I think a lot of the metrics that, that uh, everyone's currently using should hopefully continue to serve them well. Now, I think the tougher part is that, you know, it's trying to evaluate really the, the long-term strategic value of, of AI investments. And, and that's much harder to quantify uh, it, things like scalability and, uh, you know, your business being able to adapt to market demands as they evolve you know, your potential for innovation. You know, if, if anyone figures out how to, to precisely measure those, I would love to learn about it. <laughs> but I think, you know, as, as uh, you know, AI evolves in our capabilities, I think we'll get better at measuring ROI on that. But, you know, I would say, look at the specific goals of your company, look at the efficiency measures, you know, take into account, you know, things like customer satisfaction and employee productivity. And you should be able to see if AI is, is helping your business. Yeah. You know, you've, you've mentioned some of the ways that Aircall is using AI, as well as the the benefits of the, you know, the human voice connection and, and everything like that. How should call centers and companies that do a lot of phone-based sales and service be looking at AI in general? You know, how, how should they be finding the right balance between people and AI in these roles? Yeah, yeah. I personally believe that voice and human interaction are such a key part of establishing a great relationship with customers. There's something so powerful about it. And so, you know, the context of AI, you may think there there is no relationship, but but AI is a really cost-effective uh, means to help you actually deepen those relationships in, in interesting ways. I, I think AI is here to stay. It's important to be open to the possibilities within your business uh, and and how you go about thinking about it and setting a strategy will really help you find that balance between people and AI. You know, I would recommend defining what your ideal customer experience is in your customer journey. And then just as a starting point, finding ways where AI can help you achieve that, your, your desired outcome from your customer journey. And then along the way, make sure that your teams are, are part of all the work you're doing. They're part of the planning and the value and the evaluation and they understand the objectives of what what everyone collectively is trying to achieve. And, and again, make sure that employee experience and improving it is one of those objectives. And that will go a long way, you know, with, with I think, finding that balance. Now, I think it's important to be realistic as well. You know, we know and we're seeing it already that with AI, people's jobs are changing. And, and you know, it's impossible even at this point to understand by how much. And so we do need to be really empathetic about that. Uh, you know, I had mentioned earlier that that we're seeing through our study that employees have have fear about this. And so it's we should we should be, I think, thoughtful about that. There are, of course, some theories that AI will completely replace customer facing teams. I've spent my career working with customers. I know I have some bias on this, but I would I would really like to see AI used as a supplement to facilitate more meaningful connection with customers rather than, you know, an approach where there's just no more customer facing team concept. You know, and and we've all seen the examples as well of AI can still make mistakes. And so, 
you know, there's still a need to have human oversight involved just to make sure that the quality of your output, you know, is in alignment with, with what your expectations would be. But one great thing, and, and you made reference to this earlier that I think is so great is, is historically speaking, AI was, was really only accessible to large businesses with, with pretty expansive budgets. And now much smaller companies have access to these capabilities as well because it's not so prohibitively expensive. And so, you know, these are, this, these are really great challenges for SMBs is to think about an AI strategy in ways that will help them compete with, with capabilities that are on par with much larger businesses. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, Mary, thank you so much for joining the show. Uh, one last question before we wrap up here. Um, you touched on this a little bit already, but just, you know, curious overall, we've, you know, we've talked about quite a bit today and, you know, certainly AI is a, a thread throughout. How do you see AI transforming the call center, maybe even further, you know, further ahead and, you know, in the months and years ahead? Yeah, things are moving so fast. I, I do <laughs> worry what I say this week might actually change next week. <laughs> I won't hold you to it. But yeah. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Where's uh, a big asterisk on this? <laughs> You know, I think we can say with certainty that that AI is going to transform call centers for sure. I think one interesting point is that we sometimes think of call centers as these massive organizations with huge amounts of technology, but much smaller businesses also have some sort of, of call center uh, requirements as well. And so, you know, AI can really help level the playing field for businesses of all sizes in terms of having access to productivity tools and cost reduction technology to really help improve their customer interactions as well. You know, within call centers, some things we're seeing already would be, you know, analyzing uh, on a real-time basis sentiment. So voice, tone, and words, you know, enabling you to respond to that, understand it very, very quickly. And then potentially, you know, using and leveraging what's been said to, to prescribe in an automated way, a, a set of, of specific actions tied, you know, uniquely to that, uh, that customer interaction, whether they were very happy and satisfied, and maybe you want to follow up with a survey, or conversely, if it was a very tense call, then maybe it's time to have some sort of of team member engagement to try to to correct that situation. And you know, predictive analytics, of course, is is helping us, you know, arm contact center agents with offers or answers or recommendations to make that customer experience so much so much more personalized. You know, I would say my best advice to anyone in the call center industry is stay informed, embrace AI, but in a thoughtful and considered way, work with your external business partners who very likely have strategies on this front that can help you in ways that hopefully are, are a low lift for your team. And, and I've said this a couple of times, but I think it's worth repeating, just ensure that you're communicating with your team members and educating them and, and and then, you know, as you're experimenting and using AI, gather feedback from your teams and, and your, even your customer community, and then, you know, keep evaluating and iterating on that and just make sure that your strategy is evolving. Wonderful. Well, again, I'd like to thank Mary Nelson, Chief Customer Officer at Aircall for joining the show. You can learn more about Mary and Aircall by following the links in the show notes. Thanks again for listening to the Agile Brand with Greg Kilstrom podcast, brought to you by Tech Systems. If you enjoyed the show, please take a minute to subscribe on your podcast channel of choice and leave us a rating so that others can find the show more easily. You can access more episodes of the show at www.gregkillstrom.com. That's G-R-E-G-K-I-H-L-S-T-R-O-M.com. 
To get a copy of my latest book, House of the Customer, visit my website or you can find it on Amazon or other retailers. The Agile brand is produced by Missing Link, a Latina-owned, strategy-driven, creatively-fueled production co-op. From ideation to creation, they craft human connections through intelligent, engaging, and informative content. Until next time, stay agile.